Days of glory. 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 You know, I'm going to say something, and this is going to help you, a lot of you. Some, some of you need to rearrange your schedules and, and spend more time uh, praising the Lord. I believe you can saturate your whole entire home, your jobs, the things that you're believing for in your jobs. You know, I have a sermon, a good one. <laughs> you know, God gave it to me. Anything God gives is good, amen? And it's not about me trying to get a message to you or, or trying to, it's about, you got to put yourself in a position to receive what God has for you. And, and when you get your eyes off of yourself and into your situation and get your eyes focused on Jesus, then Jesus is going to show up in your life. Amen? You can be seated for just a, a few. We're going to continue in this. You know, when um, the reason I had them lay hands on her, because part of what the Lord showed, showed me and ministered to me, that anointing that's in here, that anointing that showed up was breakthrough in some of your finances. He's still the God of the breakthroughs. If you go look through the word of the Lord through, through Dr. Savell for this, this upcoming year and where we are, part of that word is for uh, breakthrough. And uh, well, you know what? We're going to read that. I'm going to read that to you this morning. Just read all the way through. I read it every day already. I, it's, uh, you need to get in the habit of, we've got cards back there. If you didn't get one last week, there's cards back there in the back. Yeah, let me see that tray. Uh, just like this. So they're for you to take with you. And it's got the whole entire word for 2018 on it. And so, but I'm going to read it. It says, continue to preach, teach, and emphasize the importance of faithfulness. Guess what I'm going to preach on this morning? Faithfulness. Hallelujah. Amen. It said, it's still my plan for the faithful to flourish. If you will do this, then they will eventually get it. It's never been more important than right now for them to flourish in every area of their lives. That means family, that means finances, that means in every aspect of our lives, we're going to flourish. Amen? These are indeed the days of my greater glory. Greater means that it's better than it's ever been before. Amen? Better than it's ever been before. It says, I will cause it to manifest for all who have remained faithful. Say, that's me. I'm faithful to God's word and to God. I will cause them to flourish and to abound, even as I have promised in my word. I will honor their loyalty to me by enabling them to overcome every attack of the evil one. And I will bring them into the greatest breakthroughs they have experienced thus far. Greatest breakthroughs they have experienced thus far. So take for just an instance, the greatest breakthrough that you've ever had in your life. The greatest breakthrough that you've ever, it's going to be greater than that. Come on. Hallelujah. You got to get more excited than that. I'm still the God that keeps covenant. So lift up your hands, lift up your voices and praise your God. The God who is like, amen, who is unlike any other God, the God who blesses all who have been loyal and faithful to him, saith the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's what we do this morning. 
We lifted up our hands. We praised the Lord. We worshiped him. We adored him. We exalted him above every name that is named. I love that testimony. Uh, you know, you look at Revelations and it says that the, you shall overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. And we have some testimonies of people that are seeing breakthroughs in their lives. And that's God's no respecter of persons. He's a respecter of faith. So faith is an extension of faithfulness is an extension of faith. So what we're going to talk about this morning is faithful. Say, I'm faithful. Because if you, if you understand, say it again, I'm faithful. I'm faithful, I'm faithful, to, God. I'm faithful to God. Now look, the, that word faithful stems from the word faith. Hello? Yeah. That word faithful stems from the word faith. So the only reason you wouldn't be faithful is if you didn't have any more faith in what you first believed in. Right? right? You will not continue to be faithful unless you have faith in what you're doing. That's right. right? Come on now. This is, it's so important to recognize this. The only reason why someone wouldn't be faithful is because they didn't believe in what they were being faithful to to begin with. And the only way that stops happening is if you stop hearing. Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So what are you hearing today? Because the, the reality of where we are in this scenario of the faithful shall flourish, thrive, abound, and have days of glory. Amen. Wherever you are right now, if that's a hesitation, if you're wondering if that's ever going to happen, what you've got to determine is I'm going to stir up my faith for the faithfulness that I need to have towards God. I'm going to make sure that I get rid of any distractions that are keeping me from being faithful. I've got to be faithful to the words that the Lord has spoken to me about what I'm supposed to do. I've got to be faithful to what his word says. Heaven and earth is going to pass away, but the word of God is never going to pass away. Your faithfulness to the word of God is going to determine the abundance of your abounding, flourishing, and your days of glory. Amen? If you want to see more days of glory, have more days of faithfulness. Have more days that you're, uh, you're cultivating faith in your life. If faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word, faith also, also calleth those things that be not as though they were. So if you spend a little bit of time with somebody and they're talking doubt and unbelief, they're contemplating being unfaithful. Come on, be real about it. But if you hear somebody that they're talking faith, then you know that they're determined to be faithful. There is a test that Satan's going to throw at every one of us, and it's going to be determined in whether or not we will be faithful to what God has told us to do. You got, we, you and I have to be stirred up for that faith. That's why he says, stir yourself up praying in the most holy faith which is praying in the Holy Ghost. When you pray in the Spirit, you are stirring up your most holy faith. There are times when you don't feel like being faithful. You don't want to get up on a Sunday morning. There are times when you don't feel like reading your Bible. But I tell you what, if you'll start praying in the Holy Ghost, you're starting to build your edify. You're rising up on the inside to do whatever it is God's asking you to do on the outside. Rise up like an edifice. Your natural man doesn't want to do that sometimes, but your spirit man is longing for the days of heaven on earth. Amen. And that's what you, it desires it because that's what it was created for. Say, that's what I was created for. Woo, glory to God. So in, in Proverbs 28, 20, it says a faithful man or woman shall abound in blessings. Oh my goodness, the word abound and for us to go beyond the boundaries of our limits that we've limited God with in the past are no longer there. That's mine and your job is to go beyond those boundaries. Amen? Amen. And it's determined by our faithfulness to do whatever it is that God's telling us to do. 
There's a few different scriptures. The just shall live by faith. And you think about that, that's in Habakkuk 2, 4, Romans 1, 17, Galatians 3, 11, and Hebrews 10, 38. The just shall live by faith. So this is an ongoing process that should continue from the moment that you make Jesus the Lord of your life. Why? Because you put faith in him. Well, that faith in Jesus is what's going to take you and, be, and make you faithful where you used to not be faithful in the past. You got to see this because in our reality, Galatians 2.20, it says that we have been given the spirit of faithfulness. That's right. Come on. For the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, faithfulness. Come on. It's in there. You think, well, I've had a trouble being faithful. Well, you know what? You just need to give more of your life to Jesus. I'm telling you, whatever you're struggling with issues of being faithful in, give it to Jesus. Go into the word of God and let the word of God be your stepping stone for everything that God has intended for you where that is concerned in your life. Stay faithful to that word. It's in you. That spirit is in you. So what I was saying a while ago was when you're struggling naturally, get out of your natural man. Become a superman. Amen. Become super. Be, 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 in, be encouraged and stirred up on the inside of who God's created you to be. Stir up your faith. Stir it up. It's like chocolate milk. Remember when you used to make chocolate? You couldn't buy chocolate milk everywhere. You said use quick. Remember that? Quick chocolate milk. And the chocolate milk would just, you know, when you get, put it in there, if you let it sit too long, what happened to it? It all went to the bottom, right? And you had like, like not even chocolate anymore. It's like, I don't know, light bur- I mean, it wasn't chocolate anymore. You had to drink like, like you were drinking them. It wasn't good, right? So what would you do though? Is you'd take a spoon, Right? And you'd stir it around or you'd take the bottle and you'd shake it up, right? What are you trying to do? Get it off the bottom, right? See, the spirit of God of faithfulness is always on the inside of you, but you're the one that's got to stir it up. Come on. It's there. It's in us. We got to stir it up. And it's it's my responsibility. If it's going to be, it's up to me. That's exactly right. The students know that really, really well. You know, the, the promises of God are yes and amen, but you and I have to appropriate those promises, and it takes faith to do so. You're getting exactly what you're believing for right now. Amen? So start getting some more, amen? How do you get more? You get more faith for whatever it is you're believing for. All the promises of God are yes and amen. Look at God. God is faithful. Deuteronomy 7, 9. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God. Here's a question I got for you. Do you have faith in God? Do you believe God can do something? Well, look what God's determined that he said he's going to do about you and me. In Philippians 1, 6, you and I are supposed to be confident of this, that he who began a good work in me will continue it until the day of Jesus Christ. My confidence, I need to have faith that God's going to do what he said he's going to do. Being confident of this, confidence. Being confident that he who began a good work in me, he will continue it until the day of Jesus Christ's return. My confidence doesn't even have to be in my natural ability to do something. My confidence needs to be in what God's doing in my life. He's the one that saved you. You didn't save yourself to begin with. Amen. And so my confidence is that, you know what? I'm confident he can start, he can finish what he started. Right? Oh, this is good. Another one. Ephesians 2.10. I like this from the Amplified. For we are are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, 
recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life. Woo! Everybody say good life. Which he prearranged and made ready for us. We got to have confidence that, hey, we're his workmanship. He's working something in on the inside of us. We put too much emphasis on our abilities rather than what God's word says about us. He's going to finish it. He's going to finish the work that he started in you and me. We're his workmanship. Have confidence that God knows what he's doing in your life right now. It doesn't mind not look like it on the outside and the natural. It looks like, why am I doing the things that I'm doing? Just, just trust God that he's got you in the right place at the right time to do what he's trying to do in your life. To manifest his glory, his flourishing, and his abounding in your life. Amen? we got to be confident. you got to stir yourself up where this is concerned. And you know, and I always put this when I, I confess this over you guys just about every day. That we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. And then I always put Galatians 2.21 on the back end of that. I do not suffer the grace of God. For if righteousness comes by the law, then Christ was dead in vain. And the reason I put that in there is because, you know what? Sometimes I make a mistake. But a righteous man falls seven times but gets up eight. When I fall, we have a father in the faith that lets us know when we fall, we shall arise. Amen? It's not that we're not going to make a mistake. we got to have confidence that, you know what? God knows what we're going through, and he's going to get us to the other side. Amen? He's a gracious, merciful God. He's not slacking one of his promises. We just need to have more faith in what he's doing in our life than what we can do with our life. And the way we have faith in what he's doing is we do whatever he tells us to do. It's not that complicated, right? We have to be faithful to do whatever it is he's telling us to do. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 28. This is a really popular scripture passage that a lot of Word of Faith people like to preach and teach and claim. I'm blessed coming in, blessed going out. I'm the head, not the tail, above, only not. You hear it in all kinds of different hoops and hollers, amen? And people love, love to quote this, but you look at, it starts off in verse 28. Let me just pull my notes apart here. In verse 28, it says this, it shall come to pass if you will hearken diligently. And I pray this over to you. I thank you, Lord, that we hearken diligently unto your voice. To do whatever it is that you're telling us to do. Because there's a voice that's always talking to you. Which voice are you going to listen to? As many of you are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons and daughters of God. He's going to lead you by the Spirit of truth. The truth is that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. What is he going to lead you by? By his word that is truth that's emphasized by his Spirit. Come on now. you got to see this. Those who hearken, listen diligently. I'm going to pay more attention to what God's saying about me, about my, I'm, I'm going to determine, I'm going to be faithful. I am determined I am going to be faithful. I am going to fight the good fight of faith and be faithful. That's my determining factor. That, say, that's my determining factor. I will fight the good fight of faith. Say that like you mean it. Say, I will fight the good fight of faith. And I will be faithful. You got to call those things that be not as though they were sometimes. Amen. But if you're not speaking it, somebody else is speaking something contrary to that. And that's Satan. And you got to fight a good fight right here. Amen. And the only good fight is the fight you what? Win. Amen. That's right. So here we go. Let's continue here diligently. So it's not just 
oh, I'll listen to this every once in a while. You know what? Listen to this message over and over and over and over again. Listen to the word. To go back and continue to stir up your faith. It's not what you've heard. It's what you continue to hear is going to keep you in every aspect of your life. To observe, to do. See, faith without corresponding actions is dead. So not only that, you've got to have faith enough to where you're going to, the way you'll be faithful is to do whatever it is you're supposed to be doing. And whatever God's called me to do doesn't necessarily mean that's what he's called you to do. Come on. I need to spend time. There's a, I love Brother Copeland's uh, Six Steps to Excellent in Ministry. And I heard him preach this a long time ago when he was talking about Oral Roberts telling him three simple things. Is one thing you got to do is you got to hear from God. Once you've heard a word from God and it comes from, and if you go look at his six steps to excellence in ministry, he talks about praying in the spirit, fasting, separating yourself, meditating in the word day and night. It's not just like, okay, I heard God. No, you, you're going to know that you know that you know that you've heard what God said for you to do. Once you've heard what it is that God's told you to do, don't confer with flesh and blood. That's even your flesh. Hello? Come on. Sometimes God asks you to do something. You're like, who, you talk, who are you talking to, Lord? Good glory. Who was that? You know, seriously, that's got to be for somebody. You want me to preach this to somebody else, right, Lord? No, he's talking to us a lot of times about things that we really don't want to let go of anymore. But he's trying to put us in a position to receive that which he has for us. So the first thing is you've got to get alone with God to hear what it is that God's telling you to do. A faithful man or woman will abound with blessings. There's a place called there, a book that John Osteen wrote years ago, a little mini pamphlet I used to keep with me all the time. And that place is wherever it is that God's told you to be. Whatever it is, whatever church it is that God's called you to go to, get there. Seriously, we love you, but we want you to be in the right place. And that place is called there for you, wherever God's called you to be. It's okay with us. Amen. We're all doing this together. Amen. We're not in competition with other churches that believe in Jesus Christ and that he is Lord. Amen. That's not that, what you need to know that there's a place called there. You need to get there and be faithful to that place. And when you are faithful to that, you will abound in the blessings that God has for you. So don't confer with flesh and blood. Well, what is my mom doing? What is my aunt doing? What is this person doing? You know what? I need to do what it is God's telling me to do. Come on. And so that's, that's the next thing you have to do. Don't confer with flesh and blood. And the last thing is get it done at all cost. The last thing, do whatever it takes to get that word. Whatever it is the Lord's told you to do, move, change, change jobs, do what you have to do, get where you need to be so you can be where God's called you to be. And you can see the blessing of the Lord abounding in your life, the glory of God manifesting in your life, and days of flourishing in every area of your life. Amen? Am I talking too fast for you? Okay, all right, y'all got this. I love this. Okay, so we continue here. It's I command thee this day, the Lord thy God, set thee on high above all nations. All these blessings shall come on you and overtake you. Why? Because you hearken unto the voice of the word of God. You know, a lot of times the Lord's going to send, just like this word that the Lord has given to us through Dr. Savell, that's a word for the Lord, from the Lord. I've got to take and hold fast the whole uh, prophecy that the Lord has spoken over us. And if I don't do that, it might not happen in my life. So you know what? It's going to happen. Say it's going to happen in my life. But I'm, I'm the one that has to determine whether or not I'm going to be faithful to do whatever that word's telling me to do. And that word's telling me to be faithful. Yes. Amen? I have to do that. You have to do that. We're going to live like this. This isn't something we just do every once in a while. It's what we do all the time. Mark 4, 13 through 20. And I'm going to start wrapping this up. Hallelujah. 
In verse 13, it says this, And he said unto them, Know you not this parable? How then will you know all parables? The sower soweth the word. These are they by the wayside where the word is sown, but when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. These are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness. That's the first thing people do. Woo, it's going to be days of abounding, days of flourishing, days of glory. Where's the faithfulness? Hello. Okay, so here we go. Yeah. All right. So I have, and they have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. What's being tested here? Your faith in the word that God has given us. Well, that don't always work for me. I tried that last year and it didn't work. Well, that's one of the reasons why Dr. Bell keep preaching it and they're going to eventually get it. Hey man, come on, come on. This is no, this is just keep doing what you've been doing and you're going to see the results that you want to get. Tony and I are having a great conversation about the testimony mom and dad are to people around the world, but specifically to us and the fact you watch their lives and you see their faithfulness. They're not going to draw back at any point in time. It stirs you up to be faithful just like they're faithful. You want to see that kind of results? Do that kind of thing. Hey man, do what they do. Follow, follow me as I follow Christ is what Paul said. Where was that? And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, the lust of other things entering in, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. But these are they which are sown on, say, I'm good ground. Say, I'm good ground. That's such as hear the word, receive it, bring forth fruit, some 30-fold, some 60, some 100-fold. Ah, it's so good. Let's go to Galatians 3, 5. It says, he therefore that ministereth to you the spirit worketh miracles among you. Doeth he by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? I got a question for you this morning. We didn't lay hands on a whole lot of people this morning, but did people get healed? Why? Well, that was by the spirit of the Lord. It wasn't by the hand of man. A lot of times people, and I love that about Dr. Savelle. He, he, he's said this numbers of times. I don't have to preach. He wants the Lord to show up and do what God is going to do in a, in, a, in a meeting and in a situation. He's more sensitive to the spirit of the Lord than he is to his desire or natural what people want. Yeah. Come on. And so you, you and I have got to be the same way with our lives. You know what? I'm going to, God, whatever you say, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to be faithful to it because I believe you, God. I have faith in you, God, because you have faith in me. Because God has faith. Say, God has faith in me. Isn't that cool? God believes in you. God believed in me for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him, he wasn't even sure who was going to believe in him and who wasn't, but he gave him anyway because he had faith in you, Jonathan. Isn't that awesome? That's cool. Way cool. He believes in me. If nobody, if nobody else, if you feel like nobody else believes in you, God believes in you. Whew. I always said this when we were on the road preaching all the time. I said, if you're still here, God hasn't given up on you, and we can't either. <laughs> Seriously. Come on. You've got to have that confidence, man, because Satan is a confidence stealer. He's looking and seeking whom he may devour. He's looking to see who he can set back and keep from entering into the promised land that God's promised them, and that's days of abounding, days of flourishing, and days of glory here on the earth. Okay. Hallelujah. So, but no, that man is justified. Oh, in verse 11, it says, but that, 
No man is justified by the law and the sight of God is evident for the just shall live by faith. That the blessing in verse 14 of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the spirit. Now I had a scripture. I was back there and Tony and I were talking a little bit. And this scripture, and it was in my spirit man last week. And I'm going to go to it. I texted wrong earlier right before I walked out. And uh, we're going to go to Matthew chapter 25. I know this is my third closing, so just bear with it. Amen. You got this. We're not in a hurry. Are you in a hurry this afternoon? Amen. What if, I got a question for you, because I know Pastor Justin and I, and, and we all talk about it, but what if your answer was at 12.02? Would you be willing to wait? I'm not going to keep you past very much at all, but I'm just asking you a question that you need to answer for yourself. You know, I look back and you, you go study the great revivals, old revivals, and see what God did. They weren't worried about a time. They'd go three, four o'clock in the afternoon. Paul preached all night one time. You know what? They saw a person get raised from the dead. Seriously. Go read chapter in the book of Acts. I'm telling you, there's things that I know Pastor Justin and Dr. Chevelle are wanting to deposit into us all the time. But if you're more hungry to go eat the food out there than what God's trying to serve you in here, man, there's, you're going to miss out on some of the greatest things that God has intended for you. Amen. I, 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 praise God. That's Seriously, we, we, we've got to be hunger. The Bible says he who hungers and thirsts. For righteousness, your right standing with God. You want to, that woman with the issue of blood that went through the crowd, she's not even supposed to be in public. They could have stoned her for being in public, but she didn't care what anybody else said about her. She pushed through. There's some things in your life you need to just dig down deep and say, you know what, I'm going to the other side. God's not going to let go of me. God's going to keep me. God's going to perfect that which concerns with me because my mind has stayed on him, not on my appetite. Or the football game this afternoon. Seriously. It's important. Focus on what God has intended for you. The disciples, they looked at Jesus, and he he had his sight towards Jerusalem. He wasn't worried about what he was going through. He wasn't worried about what was going on at the moment. God's got it. Amen? Let's look at this. We're almost finished here. Matthew 25. Verse 20, it says, this is the, the parable of the talents that I shared with you last week. I didn't read the whole thing, but here it is today. And so he that received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained besides them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, well done, thou good and what? Faithful. Woo, faithful. Servant, thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. What kind of dreams have you been dreaming lately? And are you being faithful with the little things that he's given you right now? Because it can change in an instant. Go look at Joseph's life. One minute he's in a dungeon. The next minute, he's second in command of the whole entire nation. That quick. Why? Because he was faithful, not to man. He was faithful more to God 
and the men that God put in his life. He was faithful to ungodly man. What's wrong with you being faithful to a godly man? God loves you. Trust the people that God's put in your life. They're there for a reason. My mom used to tell me this all the time. She said, Rick, if you don't learn how to learn how to handle the person you have in your life right now, get ready. You're going to keep seeing people just like them. Because Satan's going to keep throwing that at you until you learn how to love anybody that God puts, that he puts in your face. Hallelujah. So I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy. Woo! Hallelujah. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents besides them. His Lord said unto him, well done, thou good and faithful servant. See, don't measure your cup by somebody else's cup. Just take whatever it is the Lord's given you and be faithful to do whatever that is right there in front of you. And eventually you're going to see your cup get bigger and bigger and bigger because he who's faithful with little is going to be faithful with much. Amen. So continue in the will of the Lord. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Then he which had received one talent came and said, well, you know, that's the problem. People go, well, I'm, I'm not much. I can't do that. I'm, you know, what I, give what you've got. Be faithful with what you have. It's not the most talented, the most, uh, the prettiest or the strongest. It's not, it's the one who's willing to be faithful to do whatever it is God's told him to do. And God's going to multiply and increase that person 30, 60, and a hundred fold with the life that they've given. I knew thee that thou art a hard man reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strawed. I was afraid, fear. Praise God. People got set free and delivered from fear today. Get fear out of your life. Fear will stop the blessings of God in your life every single time. He was afraid and went and hid the talent in the earth. Lo, thou hast that is thine. So he's giving it back to him. The Lord answered and said unto him, thou wicked and slothful servant. Slothful is not lazy. Slothful is the person that knows what to do but doesn't do it. Faith. We're faith people, Right. I know, oh, I've heard that, Brother Rick. Faith coming by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Faith calls those things, be not the ones they were. Faith walk about love. I've heard all that, but what, are you doing it? Right. Are you constantly cultivating this in your life? Because that's what's going to develop faithfulness. And when faithfulness comes, you're going to abound. You're going to see days of glory. You're going to flourish in every single area of your life. Say, I am, I am. Faithful. faithful. My God, My God. Will, abound me, will abound me, flourish me, flourish. and give me days of heaven on earth. I will remain faithful until his coming. I have what I say. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I hear. I receive that which God has for me. Now in this lifetime and in the lifetime to come. Did you get something this morning? Glory to God. Hallelujah.